Welcome to segment two of the International Student Canada podcast. I'm your host, Trudy Ann, and today I am going through moving to Canada from Jamaica. Firstly, a listener asked me a question and of course I responded to her and I thought it would be beneficial to address the questions in this podcast as well. So the listener said, I came across your podcast as I was looking for information to study in Canada. I found the information you provided to be very helpful and I was wondering if you also assist persons like myself who are quite confused navigating the entire process of becoming an international student in Canada. I ask and appreciate any information and time that you can give. Keep up the good work. Thank you for the question. The International Student Canada podcast is indeed for people who are confused about the process of becoming an international student in Canada. In my last episode, I spoke about how I traveled to Canada from Jamaica and the process to apply for your student visa. Of course, you can email me at any time at growwithtp at gmail.com to ask any additional questions that you may have. Plus, I will link a checklist in the show notes below on the documents and process to travel to Canada and the four first most important things to do upon arrival to Canada. If you haven't already, you can go in the show notes below and download the checklist. So here are the steps to apply for your student visa. So the first step is to gather all the documents you will need before you begin. Next, you will need to get your GC key account which is needed to apply. Then you log into your GC key account. Fill in the application, add the necessary documents. The documents to be added will be displayed on the screen. Pay the fee using your debit card or credit card. Track your application status by logging back in periodically. So this is what the steps are. Of course, I can go way more in depth with this portion, but in a nutshell, that is what you're required to do. And these are the steps required to apply. And just remember that I will also be providing the checklist, which will be very helpful for you to not miss any of the steps required. After you apply for your student visa, you will need to check for updates on the website. I checked every day and I would suggest you do the same. You wouldn't want your approval letter sitting in your account for days, would you? An automated message will always be sent to your email to say your account status has changed. Please sign in for more details. So you can check your email and you can check your GC key account for updates. 
At the time of my application, the processing time was six weeks and I got my study permit and visa after exactly the sixth week of application. This was prior to COVID-19 changing all the processing time. Last time I checked, the processing time was eight months, but you can always check the current waiting or processing time depending on your country. Once you receive your study permit approval in your email, the letter will provide details for you to hand in your passport to get your printed Canadian visa. The earlier you hand this in, the faster you will get this back. Plus, there is a deadline of about 30 days, but who wants to wait, right? Once I got the approval, I handed in the passport. This was returned in three days. Again, this was prior to COVID, so processing times are very different right now. How long does it take to get a student permit for Canada? I applied for my student permit two months before the beginning of university. This is because of the amount of documents to gather and writing a letter of explanation. The student permit took six weeks to process. So six weeks from my two months leaves me with two weeks. I was working at the same time and I had to provide a two weeks notice. Therefore, I was actively working for two weeks after getting my student permit approval. If you are currently an employee and want to return to school in a different country, I recommend that you apply as early as possible or defer your acceptance to give yourself time to say goodbye instead of abruptly leaving. Okay, back to my experience. Where was I? So I applied five weeks before school from Jamaica. The processing time was six weeks, leaving me with three and a half weeks. Then I was working for two weeks after my permit was approved. This leaves me with about one and a half week to begin school. I booked a flight one business day after leaving my job. I packed and everything over the weekend. Plus that one day to travel to a country I have never been. Again, not my recommendation, but sometimes you have to do what you feel is right. You never know how different your life would have been if you deferred your acceptance. My arrival. I arrived in Canada one week before classes and I made use of every minute. Firstly, I got my SIN number. That is your social insurance number, which allows you to work in the country. I booked an appointment to get my bank account. So I booked an appointment before landing in Canada. I went and got a SIM card. Luckily, it worked in my cell phone, so I didn't need to buy a new phone. So just take note that upon your arrival in Canada, you will need to get your SIN number. That's number one. 
Number two, you need to get your bank account. Number three, you need to get a SIM card and or a cell phone. So budget for these expenses. I didn't have an apartment because I just did not want to run the risk of being scammed, which is something that students experience. So I went apartment hunting while in Canada. I found an apartment in three days. I went and viewed the room, then moved in. This is my experience moving to Canada. I enjoyed the whole process. I was extremely excited. And this is a great opportunity. And I learned from all the mistakes that I made. Now, I am able to advise you on how to avoid these mistakes. I hope you enjoyed hearing my experience and you can always come and join my Facebook group and share your story and ask questions. Remember that I have provided step-by-step -step how to apply for your study permit and also a checklist on all the documents that you will need and everything that you need to do upon arrival to Canada. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next time.